You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm health editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by Professor Colleen Liu from the University of New South Wales and the Black Dog Institute to discuss her editorial published in the Medical Journal of Australia on the use of ketamine to treat depression. Welcome, Colleen. Thanks, Dallas. What prompted you to write about this area? Look, there's huge interest at the moment, both from the general public and from doctors and psychiatrists, in using ketamine to treat depression. So I personally get a lot of emails uh, and phone calls uh, almost every day about this. So I think it's a very important issue. Uh, I guess the other thing I'm concerned about is, you know, this is such a promising area uh, that I think people need to be aware of what we know and what we don't know so that people are not put at risk Uh, and also so that a potentially good treatment doesn't go off the rails by premature and inappropriate use. What results have we seen from single-dose trials? Okay, so there are now quite a number of studies which very, very consistently show that when you give a single treatment of ketamine, and we're talking about a sub-anesthetic dose, so you're not going off to sleep, uh, but this kind of single treatment in depressed people can have amazing antidepressant effects so that within a day, people can go from being severely depressed to being completely well. Uh, and the other thing about ketamine, apart from the speed at which it works, is the high effectiveness. So even people who failed other treatments can get well with ketamine. The catch is that typically that kind of improvement only lasts, say, three to five days. Uh, you know, the occasional person, a minority, might get well and stay well, but for most people, it's a transient benefit. And, and that's the challenge of how do we take this drug, which has uh, really promising potential, and make it something that's useful in the clinical realm. Because in the clinical realm, you don't just want to be well for three to five days. Uh, you want to you know, use the drug in a way that you're going to be well in the longer term. What concerns do you have if this drug isn't tested for repeated dosing? Okay, so I guess, you know, the next step people would think is, well, if one dose makes you well for three to five days, why not just keep having more doses? It's kind of the the next logical step. Uh, And that I'm aware of a number of clinics around the world, which are then giving people, you know, know, infusions or injections of ketamine, say, twice a week or once a week. Now, the problem there is we don't know whether that's a good strategy. And we don't know two critical things. Number one is, is that effective? So if I keep giving you doses, say, you know, once a week, twice a week, will that actually keep you well or do the effects wear off so that gradually you get less and less and less benefit until we get to the point where I'm now giving you ketamine twice a week and you're back to where you were when we first started? But then I have the added dilemma. If I then suddenly stop thinking, oh, well, you know, you know better, let's just stop. But might you then, because of the withdrawal effect, have a big crash into being even more depressed than when I first started treating you? So we don't actually know this. You know, is it a good strategy? And the second important thing we don't know is what are the safety implications of giving ketamine repeatedly? Uh, and you know, for how long do you do it? So again, if I start off by treating you, you're, you're severely depressed, I give you the first dose of ketamine, you get much better. Uh, and then we say, okay, let's keep treating you. Uh, how long does that go on for? You know, so even if it do- doesn't lose its effect and it's still effective, do I treat you for one month? Do I treat you for six months? Do I treat you for one year or indefinitely? And what are the safety implications of these repeated uh, treatments? 
And we do know from reports in the literature, and we did a comprehensive review looking at this, that repeated dosing can lead to inflammation of the bladder and some you know, po- possibly toxic liver effects. So it's not kind of something that we can just say categorically, oh, it's safe, there's no problems. So I think both of these issues need to be examined in a research context before we turn around and say to the public, yes, this is a good clinical treatment, use it. What should research into the repeated use of ketamine look like? So I think we need to look at both things. Uh, in fact, there's a number of things, but I guess two broad questions. One is the effectiveness of repeated doses. So is that actually a good strategy or does it lose its effectiveness if you give more than one dose? Uh, we don't actually know that. Uh, and then obviously there are a lot of secondary questions about how best to give it, what dose should you give if you're doing repeated doses, how should they be spaced, what is the optimum number, how do you know, you know when to stop, or all of those secondary questions. Uh, but the next uh, important category of questions is what is the safety of repeated dosing? Uh, so that research studies should be comprehensively uh, assessing this in detail. And you see, my rule of thumb is that when I run a research study, because it's the first time we're examining something, you know, we might examine, say, 50 safety outcomes. And then from that research, we can say, okay, you know, these 47 are fine, but we recommend that when people use this clinically, they assess these three. So when people look at our research studies, they say, my goodness, this is incredibly detailed. Why must we assess these 50 things? But it's only by assessing the 50 things that you can then work out what you don't need to assess in future when you use this clinically. But to just bypass that step and just start straight on the clinical treatment and say, oh, look, we think we'll just assess these two or three things, uh, there might be some other important side effects that you're completely missing. So because I think research is so important, we are taking research further ourselves in Australia. So we just received a large grant from the National Health and Medical Research Council to run a multi-center study that will be across Sydney, uh, Melbourne, Adelaide, and Perth, and also a site in New Zealand examining exactly this question. Uh, do repeated treatments of ketamine uh, help in terms of a lasting response, and are they safe? Thank you for your time, Colleen. You're welcome, Dallas.